Hello everybody, my name is Maun and this is Maun's Gadget Talk for Wednesday, 22nd of July, 2020. Today's episode, um, basically OnePlus released the Note finally, and the OnePlus Buds. Uh, great time to be alive. It's almost gonna, it's almost Techtober. It's very far, we're still, I mean, is about to happen, where it's a couple of months. Anyways, so, I mean, a lot of phones being released, we'll talk about that later on the episode but let's first talk about the oneplus buds uh, sorry the oneplus nord that phone is gonna be a serious um mid-range killer i mean so let's get right into it so the oneplus nord uh, is oneplus's sort of newest phone that's a fact but obviously the first you could pretty much say the, the first purely affordable device that they've been able to offer since the OnePlus 3. The OnePlus 3 was like $400 when it came out. Well, that was uh, that was like definition of affordable. Uh, and then uh, probably since the 5 and the 6 series, OnePlus is going up. In, OnePlus has been going up in price. They actually had an affordable phone, the X OnePlus X or something. Uh, and since then, they haven't really pursued the affordable phone scene. And their CEO Carl Pay Carl Pay was like. Well, we haven't thought we haven't really thought of pursuing the affordable phone space because we didn't have the perfect components for that segment until now. Now is the perfect time. Uh, this the, the not only the chipsets are affordable, but they're so fast that you can't tell that they're a cheap smartphone. So, yeah, I mean, pretty fun times. Um, uh, so this is OnePlus's pretty much first properly affordable phone uh, since since their cut. Since the last couple of phones that they've had, their first couple of generations that they had, uh, the first three generations of what's uh, OnePlus phones, uh, and, the, and the phones themselves were under $500, and now, obviously, the six, the seven, the eight have all costed way more, well, well more than that, well more than five, six hundred dollars in the pre properly premium segment. So that's been quite, quite aggressive. Time to talk about specifications because that's what you all have come here. So uh, let's get to our segment about this phone. Specs alert! Specs alert! Specs alert! For the specifications, the OnePlus Nord is a smartphone made by OnePlus. It comes in two colors, known known as blue marble and grey onyx. Basically, blue and grey. It has a di it has dimensions with a height of 158.3 millimeters, a width of 73.3 millimeters, a thickness of 8.2 millimeters, and a weight and weighs 184 grams. It has a touchscreen display with a size of 6.44 inches, uh, the resolution of 2,400 by 1,080 pixels, at roughly 408 pixels per inch. It's in an aspect ratio of 20 by 9 and has a refresh rate of 90 hertz. Very, very smooth. The display is a fluid AMOLED display and, and supports sRGB and P3 color standards. And, and its glass is Gorilla Glass 5. The OnePlus Nord has the Snap Qualcomm Snapdragon 765G processor, which, which is a 7 nanometer chipset. It is an octa-core chip with one 2.4 GHz core, one 2.2 GHz core, and six 1.8 GHz 
uh, cores, uh, which obviously are based on the ARM architecture. and has an Adreno 620 GPU that obviously comes with the CPU. Uh, the Snapdragon 765G has 5G on it. It has a 5G modem. As for the RAM, the OnePlus Nord has 8GB of RAM and 12GB of RAM, which are LPDDR4X technology, and has 128GB of storage with a 256GB option, and both use the UFS 2.1 standard very fast. The OnePlus Nord's battery is a 4,115 mAh battery. It is not removable, but you can remove it if you watch a Jerry-Rig Everything video. The battery also comes with Warp, 30 warp Charge 30T fast charging solution. Basically, 30 watts of fast charging in the circuitry, which can be done at 5 volts and 6 amperes. Very, very fast for the money. Moving on to the cameras, the OnePlus Nord has four cameras on the back and two cameras on the front. On the back side, the main sensor is a Sony IMX586 sensor with 48 megapixels. A single pixel is roughly 0.8 micrometers when put together as 48 megapixels. And when four pixels combine into one through software, it's roughly 1.6 micrometers, making for a combined 12 megapixel resolution. Very, very crispy. And has six different lenses combined together for a very crispy image. And has optical image stabilization and electronic image stabilization when kind of needed. And has an aperture of f1.75. It also has an 8 megapixel ultra wide angle lens with an aperture of f2.25 and a field of view of 119 degrees, almost fish eye. It has a 5 megapixel depth sensor with f2.4 aperture, a, a fourth sensor being a macro lens at f2.4. The four cameras are supplemented with a dual LED flash. Uh, there is no zoom sensor capability aside from uh, digital zoom two times in the main sensor. It has multi autofocus PDF and CAF. Uh, don't know what they mean, but I just put this up here. As for the camera sensors and the video capabilities, the back cameras can record at 1080p at up to 60 frames per second and 4K at 30 frames per second and can do super slow motion at 1080p at 240 frames per second pretty freaking cool at this budget and could do a time lapse at 1080p 30 frames per second and similar frame rate at 4k resolution coming to the selfie cameras the there are two selfie cameras and the first sensor is a sony imx 616 processor with 32 megapixel resolution with almost the same pixel combination feature on the on the main sensor uh, obviously 0.8 micrometers and has uh, electronic image stabilization, too bad, no OIS, and has fixed focus, autofocus, and has an aperture of f2.45. It also has a secondary sensor, which is ultra wide angle lens. It's a me 8 megapixel sensor with f2.45 aperture and a 105 uh, degree field of view, very, very wide. And, has four and can record 4K video at up to 60 frames per second, and also has time-lapse capabilities. The OnePlus Nord 
uh, features LTE, LTEA, and 5G, basically supporting every uh, kind of mobile network up till 5G. If we talk about 5G, the OnePlus Nord will support the N1, N3, N7, N28, and N78 bands. Uh, for folks in India, it'll only support the N78 band, which is roughly, based on my knowledge, the 3,500 gigahertz megahertz frequency. Sorry, I, I mean, beg, beg your pardon, I screwed it up for gigahertz. Uh, it has 2x2 multiple input, multiple output Wi-Fi with Wi-Fi 6 support at 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. It has Bluetooth 5.1 with Aptex and Aptex HD support, LDAC and AAC. Very crispy wireless music. Along with NFC and all flavors of GPS, including, uh, yeah, all flavors of GPS. As an in-display fingerprint sensor, accelerometer, electronic compass, gyroscope, ambient light sensor, proximity sensor, and a sensor core. Because you gotta process all them sensors. It has a USB-C uh, port and it can support audio devices over USB-C. And it has dual SIM card slot. No information about the SD card support. And as for audio, it can support noise cancellation and can support all the basic standard big formats that you can imagine. Uh, and obviously it could charge at 30 watts. So that's the OnePlus Nord. Uh, moving on. So really the most interesting thing is that you know how the OnePlus Nord is really is really is a really good mid-range phone for its in its really amazing phone in its segment and um, I mean the price is just just eye-opening pretty much um, uh, first let's talk about the cameras I think the cameras pretty much give away the fact that it's a bit of a flagship it has I mean it has a 48 megapixel sen main sensor and fun fact, most may not know this, it's the same sensor as the OnePlus 8, which is eye-opening. It already was revealed, but um, uh, quite a solid choice. And the camera itself will have software processing, which means that it'll cut out very harsh sunlight, uh, noise at night, pretty much. It also has, uh, and it has plenty of software features to make the camera all that useful, including Nightscape, which apparently, according to um, pull up the OnePlus site here, uh, Nightscape takes up to nine different pictures at varying exposures and stitches them together to produce clearer, brighter, and more dynamic dramatic photos in low light. Basically night mode, but kind of super cool kind of night mode. Uh, and obviously the bigger highlight is the sen selfie cameras. I mean, the average consumer loves selfies. Like, let me take a selfie. Need, uh, have, you, have you heard of that song? And I think we're all very old now. Uh, seven years ago, pretty much. Oh wow, I feel old now here. I think six years ago there was a, a, a song play on the radio, sort of, and everyone was listening to it. And it was like some DJ mix, and it like, let me take a selfie. Did 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 So, I mean, you can't be mad at the average consumer. They love to take selfies, and so. The OnePlus Nord has two cameras on the front, a regular and an ultra-wide. Uh, I think it's a big deal that they pu pu managed to pull an ultra-wide uh, sensor, secondary sensor as an ultra-wide. I think it's a big, big deal because uh, you can pull more people in a single shot. And yeah, and average consumers and casual folks who are buying phones will love it. And also, the front selfie camera can record 4K60, so 
you can do 4k vlogs on YouTube so that's fun so I really have thought this so they really have thought about a lot of things here uh, I mean they really I mean I see what the target market is for the OnePlus Nord it's for the average consumer and the average consumer obviously minds lots of features and they've really thought about it and obviously there's the 90 hertz display also very very interesting for regular consumers because the phone would be really really smooth and it's not um, and it's not really uh, laggy or glitchy so they really thought about comfort a lot on this phone even though comfort not really thing on the phone folks would think of um, a cheaper phone but obviously it's very comfortable for the money um, and obviously it's a OnePlus phone so it'll definitely come with Oxygen OS and I think it'll appeal a lot to the Western crowd because OnePlus, the Oxygen OS is pretty pretty clean compared to say MIUI or EMUI or those sorts of software that essentially is a bit laggy and glitchy and obviously I like that they've picked put the 765G which has which makes it compatible with 5G and stuff it will obviously be very very fast and uh, gaming would not be a much bigger problem so uh, good choices man um, and also even though I think the downside is they don't have an IP certification but they claim that it can uh, it can handle shocks and drops and sand and water and raindrops kind of falling. They haven't shown it here, but uh, it will pretty much, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be doable. It'll be durable enough, uh, even though it has no certification. Uh, and the 5G bit's amazing. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't support. Okay, I will want to warn to some people who are not so nerdy, but it does not have millimeter wave. 5G. It's because of the chipset. Uh, millimeter wave 5G is only on the 800 series chipsets from Qualcomm. Uh, the Snapdragon 800 series, the 865, 855 have millimeter wave 5G. These are more affordable chipsets the Qualcomm offer and MediaTek offer both of them. Both companies that offer, pardon me, um, ha only have mid band and low band 5G. Let me just mention what frequencies they are because if you're pretty nerdy about 5G. So as I was saying, the OnePlus Nord is obviously going to be a pretty affordable 5G phone. Now I'm going to get pretty technical here. Uh, it does not support millimeter wave 5G. So if you're going to use this phone on an American or South Korean or even a Chinese uh, mobile network that can do 20, 30 gigahertz uh, 5G, which is known as millimeter wave, that will not be supported go buy an S20 Ultra 5G that does millimeter wave out of the box without a problem but the OnePlus Nord can do low band and mid band 5G what are those your head's scratching already I mean let's face it uh, your head's kind of scratching what, what are you talking about so low band mid band 5G uh, low band 5G will basically be 700 megahertz to say uh, 700 megahertz uh, low band 5G and obviously mid band is obviously uh, starts from 1800 megahertz to 21 megahertz uh, look oh, opened up Wikipedia here so I can give you a good idea it tells you a bit of a number uh, frequency range and obviously it will ra also support N78 band which is basically uh, which runs at 3500 megahertz or 3.5 gigahertz uh, and uh, because these frequencies have pretty much been used before for satellite communications, it's known as the C-band. Uh, so, uh, in fact, actually, this is this is a true story. Uh, satellite broadcasts have to be had had 
had to be adjusted to launch for 5G networks because 5G networks will button to satellite TV broadcast. There are some satellites that broadcast at the C-band frequency and uh, 5G networks will button to it. And so they had to tweak the broadcast frequencies and install fillers and God, I mean, uh, 5G is coming and it's going to eat up a lot of spectrum. So uh, so they're going to tweak a lot of things, then uh, let that be. Uh, but uh, I mean, it basically, basically, in layman's terms, it will offer low and mid-band 5G, and uh, this means it will support a wide range of 5G networks across the world. Uh, obviously, check in advance with your mobile network or carrier what net bands do they use. Call them up, ask what frequencies they broadcast at. Uh, or Okay, if, if they're going to get clueless with you, then ask what phones work on it. If the cheapest 5G phones work, uh, on their network, then surely the OnePlus Nord would work without a thing. And obviously, it's got 30 watt fast charging. I really feel that every phone on Earth, every smartphone that sh is should be available on the market, should have fast charging. I don't care if it's the budget; it's a it has to be a thousand dollar thing. I mean, ninety dollar phone should have fast charging. So this is a good thing. 30 watts, mind you. You get a half an hour. In half an hour, you get 70% charge, which is not freaking bad. I kind of told you this already in previous episodes. All but confirmed. So now, let's trickle this down to how much will it cost? Because uh, everyone's waiting for this phone like crazy, and they're willing to put a lot of money. The first couple of pre-order batches have sold out like crazy. People are dying to buy this phone from the looks of it. So how much is it? So first, I just wanted to mention this, and that is that the OnePlus Nord is not going to be available in North America, most of South Asia, the Middle East, Africa, Russia, and most of Asia. It'll only be available at launch in Europe and India, but OnePlus have said that they're going to release more uh, Nord phones, and they're going to obviously target more markets eventually, because if it works in India and Europe, surely people in other markets will want to buy these phones. I'm sure it will probably be successful in the Middle East, because people love mid-range phones. Samsung is absolutely killing it in that segment right now, and OnePlus could eat that share of the pie. So in the United Kingdom, one of the one of the launch markets, the OnePlus Nord with eight gigabytes of RAM and 120 gigabytes storage will start from 379 pounds, 380 quid, and um, the maxed out option, 12 gigabytes of RAM, uh, double the storage, 470 quid, uh, not a bad value compared to the competition. And in the UK, obviously, work all the major networks, as I said earlier, with run mid-band 5G. So. I mean, O2 will run on it and all that, EE, not a problem if you're in Britain. So, uh, big up my British crowd. Uh, pretty cheap phone for the UK market. In Europe, it'll cost the same configuration, base configuration will be 399 euros. And obviously, a maxed out edition, 256 gigabyte variant will be 499 euros, so quite a premium. In India, another key market for the Node, uh, thanks to NTTV for this data, uh, the OnePlus Nord, I think this is what shook, shook a lot of people in India, that the phone will start from 24,999 rupees, uh, which is 25k pretty much, which, which is going to be approximately $335. Quite a bargain for a mid-range phone, especially fast processor, 5G, big battery, fast charging, four cameras, two selfie cameras, uh, USB-C, 25k. That's competitive. Um, OnePlus is absolutely out. They're going to smash everyone else. 
I think Samsung's going to suffer the most here at that price segment in India. I don't think Oppo, Oppo, Vivo, Xiaomi, Redmi, I don't think that, and Realme, they're not going to be worried about that price segment. They'll be like, nah. Um, how do I say it? I mean, uh, mm, I mean, how do I describe Hindi? I mean, I speak Urdu, but I mean, who do words are similar in Hindi? Ah, koi bai baat nahi hai. Chobis is our koi bai baat nahi uh, no big deal. <laughs> I mean, all the Oppo execs are like, no big deal. Twenty-five thousand. We'll sell something for that much money or less. Uh, but actually, uh, uh, there'll be the same config you can get in Europe: eight gigabyte RAM, eight gigabytes of RAM, one hundred twenty gigabyte configuration, and obviously a maxed out edition. Uh, the one hundred twenty gigabyte variant will be will start from twenty-eight thousand rupees, uh, and the two hundred fifty-six gigabyte variant double the price. Will start. Uh, will be available for thirty thousand rupees. Uh, just, just a quick heads up. Prices may change as uh, as taxes increase and stuff. So keep that in mind. Uh, as for that magical twenty five thousand rupee price, um, actually, most people may not understand this. Or just a disclaimer: this is for the six gigabyte RAM variant and 64 gigabyte storage variant a special edition sort of for india 64 gig variant that'll be 24,999 rupees it'll be an amazon exclusive and it'll be available in september so in fact actually the oneplus nord as it is uh, as it'll launch soon will be available actually from 27,999 rupees and the cheaper variant, the 25K variant, will be available in September only through Amazon. They'll probably throw a flat sale and you'll be able to get that. So you'll have to wait till September to get the cheaper OnePlus Nord. Uh, but they're offering the special config, which means that this is such a crucial market. Uh, so you're getting half the storage uh, and two gigabytes less for 25K. Uh, but uh, hey, I mean, not bad. I mean, if you think about it. Uh, but just just a quick heads up for my viewers and for my listeners in India. I mean, the, the cheaper variant will be only be available in September, so you'll have to wait a while. I mean, uh, my advice would be you just wait a little, wait a little while and just uh, check over and over for the price. Maybe get a lower price for the phone, and they may fluctuate uh, given current market scenarios, uh, GST increases, import prices going up, a lot of fluctuations. But uh, pretty good price for a mid ranger. I mean, not bad price, especially compared to Samsung or even the or even the iPhone SE, 2020, or the A51 or A71 from Samsung. Like they're well priced against those phones, and they probably will sell like hotcakes. So yeah, um, the phone will be available from August the fourth in both Europe and India, and then obviously a cheaper variant I talked about, uh, the 25K variant in India, will be available in September obviously on Amazon so you'll have to wait a little while to get a cheaper phone so that's a bit of a bummer frankly uh, but uh, man I mean OnePlus has captured quite a lot of hype with for the Nord um, so uh, pretty interesting and that was the OnePlus Nord ladies and gentlemen moving on to the OnePlus Buds along with the OnePlus Nord that finally came out there was also uh, OnePlus's new TWS headphones. I've been talking a lot since like, I think the first episode that we've talked about the OnePlus Buds. Uh, they also been they're gonna come with uh, they launched alongside the One Nord. Uh, it's basically how do I describe it? Okay, I mean if you haven't if the clues haven't given it away, it's basically 
OnePlus is AirPods copy because everyone needs to do their own version of the AirPods. It's such a successful piece of technology in the last couple of years since the smartphone that everyone needs to do their own wireless headphones. Uh, sorry, earbuds. Um, and so the OnePlus buds are an actual thing. Basically, uh, the design is essentially like AirPods, except they've kind of chopped a few, they've cut a few corners around, uh, not literal corners, but like basically angled it a bit, made it a bit like the vi bullet wireless that they sell. They have also have their own wireless audio gear with the bullets wireless. It's got that, you know, brush design, circular brush, aluminium design, uh, a bit like the bullets to give off that OnePlus vibes. It has 30 hours of battery. It's got bass boost. Basically, it'll be super bassy. So uh, if you're listening to ED, if you're listening to a lot of uh, dance music, you're gonna love these ETWs. It's basically built for that audience. Uh, you can listen to the the earbuds will run up to seven hours, seven hours listening time. Uh, you can charge them over and over again. Yes, and you could charge it for ten minutes and get ten hours of listening time, which is not bad. So also fast charging in TWS headphones. Uh, it also has noise cancellation for. W when you're calling someone with the buds, so it'll filter out the noise. It's pretty pretty standard feature set. Uh, Dolby Atmos is supported, uh, obviously through uh, the OnePlus phones. If you have OnePlus phone, you can use uh, the Dolby Atmos uh, function. It's not like the Dolby Atmos is here in the cinema where it's like 3D sound coming all over. It's like a pretty crystal clear sound codec sort of. I think AirPods Pro will have true Atmos audio in an upcoming update uh, to the AirPod layer this year, so that'll be fun. Uh, it has a 13.4mm dynamic driver, so pretty, pretty loud. And uh, it has, uh, and it's, it, you can double tap it to play the next track, but uh, as I've seen in some videos yesterday, I was watching about the OnePlus Buds, I th it's kind of, uh, kind of finicky, the, a touch control is a bit finicky pretty much from the looks of it uh, a single tap single double tap to basically uh, get the Google assistant or player pause or switching tracks like that's confusing already so I think that's uh, you can tweak those buttons uh, you can tweak the functions if you have a oneplus phone so that's the thing so this TWS earbuds are great for oneplus owners from the looks of it already uh, and obviously have basically apple style pairing with uh with oneplus phones so if you've got that you can uh, you open it up hit connect boom like oneplus uh, sorry like apple and it has pretty low latency minimum latency of 103 milliseconds in fanatic mode uh oneplus has had like a relationship with the esports brand esports team fanatic and of whom we've been the sponsor uh the oneplus but surprisingly have an ipx4 rating so it can handle sweat and stuff. It'll come in three colors, black, white, and teal blue. Now the, oh sorry, Nord blue. Uh, the Nord blue color is there to obviously celebrate the launch of the OnePlus Nord. And that and the blue variant will only be available in Europe and India where the OnePlus Nord is available. Kind of a bummer, honestly. That blue color is kind of unique and the people would mistake it for blue AirPods even though they don't make them. Um, so basically AirPods, if AirPods had a baby with the wire bullets wireless, you had the OnePlus Buds. So yeah, and and did I forget that? Uh, did I forget to mention this? The OnePlus Buds will be 80 
euros or eighty dollars or five thousand Indian rupees. It's basically available. Uh, it's available out now, pretty much. You can go out and get it. So, uh, pretty good TWS for what it is. Very affordable. Half the price of an air of the AirPods from Apple. So, not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Moving on to other devices and tech news, or new devices, pretty much. Samsung has decided to. Uh, show today has announced a new variant of the Z Flip, this Galaxy Z Flip 5G. Uh, act now everyone's like sitting there and thinking, "Hang on, Mount, the Z Flip didn't come with 5G, huh? What? Oh, what?" <laughs> Even I'm kind of confused because obviously I don't keep up that much with these products, but these phones. But Samsung released a new variant of the Z Flip that will have. Uh, they'll have 5G. Basically, it'll feature the Snapdragon 865 Plus uh, ch uh, chip with a 5G modem on it already, and uh, it ha it'll basically come in two new colors: Mystic Bronze and Mystic Gray. And the Mystic Bronze color looks a bit like the kind of color that will be for the upcoming Note 20 Ultra. Aha! Uh -huh, see what I see what I see what's happening here. Uh, all new color, so that Note 20 is what you're coming is gonna come out. Except that this phone has been announced today. Uh, the 5G model will be 0.1mm thicker at the hinge and basically will wear the same as the Z Flip. Uh, not much has changed except that one there will be one, one UI 2.1 uh, there's a new chip that will do 5G, new colors. Uh, in the US, the Z Flip 5G will cost $1450 that will be basically slightly more money than the 4G version and um, It'll go on sale on August the 7th, so basically two days after the unpacked event. Uh, not bad, man. Just a tiny, tiny, tiny update until they have a brand new Z Fold or Z Flip 3. Uh, or Z Flip 2. God, quite a mouthful. Uh, this is fun. It's such a good foldable. I mean, it's a flip phone, and I think there's a good demand for these flip phones. Um, so that's that. And speaking of Samsung... The Note 20 completely got leaked. Uh, actually, the Note 20 Ultra has got completely leaked out uh, already. I mean, God, how can you not keep a phone a big secret? I think, I mean, if it's such a special phone, then um, they'll probably maintain a big secret on it. But all the big phones get leaked out. That's, that's ridiculous. So, according to Vin Future, this German tech site, uh, the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra will have a 6.9 inch uh, WQHD plus 13.9 by 3. Uh, thir sorry, par pardon me. 19 by 19.3 by 9. God, such a complex aspect ratio. 120 hertz dynamic AMOLED infinite Infinity O display with a punch hole in the center for the 10 megapixel selfie camera. Basically, a little bit like the Note 10. Uh, the Note 20 Ultra will be the first to have will be the first phone to have Gorilla Glass, Gorilla Glass 7. Basically, a picture of the phone and some new details here. Uh, around the back, it'll have a 108 megapixel main camera, 12 megapixel ultra wide, 12 megapixel telephoto. Uh, main camera like the S20 Ultra will do eight will record 8K videos, can do omnidirectional and laser autofocus, and will just have. And the telephoto module will feature a periscope-style lens, offering five times optical zoom and 50 times space zoom. Basically, they have tweaked it down because the 100x space zoom was a bit overkill for the S20 Ultra, as a lot of reviewers have figured it out. Ill for uh, 
for most of the world, uh, the Note 20 Ultra will have a Exynos 990C, uh, 990 SoC, I would say a Snapdragon equivalent, the 865 Plus will, 865 plus will be uh, available for those in the US and select markets. It'll come with Android 10, um, and also uh, the phone will be available at up to 12 gigabytes of RAM, 256 and 512 gigabyte uh, UFS 3.1 storage options, along with a micro SD card slot because expandability is everything. And also, like last year and past couple of years, uh, micro Samsung will utilize its uh, friendship with Microsoft pretty much, its partnership that they've had with Microsoft. Uh, so uh, it'll obviously come with one note synchronization with the S Pen when you start writing the S Pen. Look at a lot of details, really. It'll uh, automatically sync with one note and it'll run uh, xCloud when it launches in September. And it'll basically have Game Pass included with all of the goodies you get with Galaxy Note. Uh, you get 90 different games on it uh, out of the gate with Game Pass. Um, it'll have 4,500 milliamp hour battery. Uh, 0 to 50 in 30 minutes. Uh, it'll have an S Pen with 9 millisecond latency, Bluetooth 5.0, Bluetooth 5.0, USB-C 3.2, uh, also 5G, I think I told us already, 5G, uh, Wi-Fi 6, and much, much more, all the usual goodies with a Note, with a Note series phone, and will cost more than a thousand euros, according to VinFuture. Uh, and obviously it'll have dual slot and dual SIM and eSIM compatibility. A lot of details, man. A lot of details. Basically the whole phone. <laughs> now, now th how the someone mentioned in the comments on GSM Arena, the phone looks a bit fake, the design-wise, but uh, it looks pretty accurate. It's pretty boxy, like it is with a Note phone. So yeah, that's the Note 20, pretty much. Um, the Note 20 Ultra. Um, can't wait for August 5th. I mean, it's basically confirmed at this point. All we now need, all we, all we're waiting for is the phone to be shown off completely and pre-orders to open. So that's, I mean, guys, all kinds of phones get leaked. So that's the reality we live in, the world we live in. That's the world we live in. Uh, moving on to more Android phones. Lenovo has released a gaming phone, the Legion, uh, the Legion Dual, or Legion in China pretty much according to GSM Arena uh, this is basically using their PC gaming brand Legion if you heard of if you've I mean if you've heard of cheaper PCs like basically Legion is sort of the brand name for uh, gaming PCs and laptops uh, and uh, it looks pretty funky like there are two cameras in dead smack in the middle where the Y sort of like illuminates sort of it'll come in red and blue it looks pretty cool though pretty funky I haven't seen something like it uh, it has a 6.65-inch AMOLED display with 144Hz refresh rate. More, uh, basically, much smoother than a laptop, one of the cheaper laptop displays. Uh, has a 20-megapixel selfie cam uh, that is side-mounted, so it basically pops up pretty much, uh, which will be good for game streams and stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, it has 860. It has the Snapdragon 865 Plus, one of the first phones to have the A65 Plus, uh, 16 gigabytes of LD LPDDR5 RAM, and half a terabyte of storage, 512 gigabytes of UFS 3.1 storage. Very, basically, all about freaking speed. And from the design, it basically would have very long heat pipes because it gets hot really fast. 
Uh, it has air triggers like the ROG phone. Oh yeah, the ROG phone 3 is going to come out soon, so that's fun. It has two USB-C ports, 64 megapixel main camera, and 16 megapixel ultra-wide camera. Cameras are not really the biggest feature of this phone. It's all about gaming and performance. Wi-Fi 6, 5G, 5,000 milliamp hour battery. Actually, it's 2,500 2, milliamp cells, so it'd be very, very fast. Uh, a bit like the Oppo. Um, the phone uh, in its base config will start at $500 and go all the way up to uh, a maxed out config of for $857. Uh, the Lenovo Legion uh, Dual will be available all over the world pretty much. Uh, there's no information about when it will come to the US. It will be available in most parts of the world. Basically this is Lenovo's answer to the ROG Phone 3. A pretty crazy gaming phone. So much performance like nobody's business. So yeah. That's the Lenovo Legion Duel. Moving on, I kind of know I've basically it's been a pretty long episode. Moving on, uh, uh, Google has um, a new report from XDA developers have stated that uh, Google will make Android Go a require basically mandatory for phones that have two gigabytes of RAM or less. Uh, and this basically, and what they mention is basically they have attained a copy of what is uh, one of Google's sort of like. Uh, documents the other Android 11 Go edition device configuration guide and it specifies in a document as written here uh, written by Android Central here for mentioning XDA developers uh, beginning with Android 11 devices 512 gig megabytes of RAM including upgrades are not qualified for preloading GMS and that, that's then that, uh, that's a pretty big deal uh, no Google media ser uh, media services for phones with less than half a gigabyte of RAM uh, only products launching Android 11, if they have 2GB of RAM or less, must return to for Activity Manager is low RAM device API and launches an Android Go device. So basically, the phones, uh, a lot of low-end phones, right now Google doesn't really mandate uh, phones with very low memory or storage or processing power to be an Android Go phone. It's kind of like an option, but soon, uh, again, if this report is true, if this document, leaked document is true, uh, uh, Phones with less than two gigabytes of RAM will basically be an Android Go phone, no matter how much you try to make it a full Android phone. This is a big deal, sort of. Um, uh, but here's another interesting fact here to this document, is that uh, devices have already launched that have Android 10 or 11 uh, will not have to be upgraded to Android Go. So uh, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, but the fact that Google is really pushing Android Go really hard and they're kind of standardizing it, um, I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, they're really trying to make Android Go a thing. I mean, it's really good. It's not there's not much of a difference really for a lot of people compared to regular Android. You can still put full apps and stuff, but it's kind of optimized. That's the thing. So the, this requirement uh, of Android Go for phones with less than two gigabytes of RAM, this will probably start Q4 2020. So pretty much for by next year, pretty much your phones uh, that have such low specs, low end specs, would have to run Android Go. Pretty interesting how they're segmenting this, and this could, uh, I bet a lot of manufacturers will probably not go without a fight, so I don't know if this will actually be implemented. Uh, but this means that only phones must have at least 3GB of RAM to run standard elev Android 11, so that's a pretty big development from Google. And finally, uh, a Raspberry Pi case from Cooler Master. I mean, if you know Cooler Master, they make really cool uh, gaming PC cases or chassis that you can put your entire gaming rigs on. They're really cool and they have very good 
aerodynamics and cooling uh, they just released this really cool Raspberry Pi case I didn't expect a PC case maker to offer a, a case for Raspberry Pi I mean uh, they're actually it's uh, Raspberry Pi is a really good micro uh, computer I mean if you know what it is you micro board you can do lots of things on it you can run IOT stuff you can run servers and all that it's really really cool kit and it's got a very strong enthusiast, commu enthusiast community behind it and finally Cooler Masters got in to make a really cool PC case uh, for the Pi it's really cute I mean it's basically made of TPU and aluminium and aluminium is like the way it's made is so that it gives a greater thermal dynamics like it's much cooler hence Cooler Master it's a bit cooler uh, with the aluminium design it has like the heat sink so it kind of trans dissipates heat no there are no fans on this one uh, and the real cool part is the GPIO is like you can still access it on the side like it it's and uh, the power button is re reroutable so you can move it around it has a wall mount support it's really cool and obviously uh, very very cool to it's a very cool case pretty much uh, it's 25 bucks I linked the Kickstarter in in the show notes I mean uh, it's really cool uh, and uh, it's so good that it even got funded uh, within 24 hours uh, and it's got lots of cool features I mean it's very for overclocking it basically supports the latest Raspberry Pi 4 which is a really good version of the Raspberry Pi probably the best in its class I mean it's much much faster it can you now do 8 gigabytes of RAM out of the gate so uh, pretty cool product that I want to show uh, um, the internet's down so I can't see the pictures but it's a real cool product and uh, do definitely check it out and if you want you can get one for $42 uh, it'll be I'll link the Kickstarter in the show notes and that's all for the podcast today it's a very long episode but we wanted to cover the new OnePlus Nord it's a good phone probably better than the Samsung A51 or A71 I mean if you can buy it and if you live where it will be available go buy it if you have the money uh, pretty good product um, and uh, it's a very long episode and uh, I think it's like the second week uh, doing these podcasts so uh, thank you for your support and thank you to the three people who are listening to it uh, you definitely definitely rock and uh, that was the podcast uh, thanks for listening and my name is Maun. This is Maun's Gadget Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen uh, to podcasts. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, uh, at Sayed underscore Maun99. Uh, thanks for listening. See you later. Ciao. Enjoy your life. Stay home. Stay safe. Bye.